Hello world, this is an NTO podcast production. I am B. Chuck, and this is where you want to be at. What you're about to hear is not a test. It's information given solely for entertainment purposes only. Now, if you learn something new, kudos to you. If not, and you just like to hear me talk about random things, even better. With that said and out the way, let's have a good time, and I welcome you to my world. This is Into Your Podcast. That is the perfect way to start a, a podcast, guys. Perfect way. <laughs> so, welcome back to another podcast. This is your boy, B. Chuck. What it is, what it do. I'm good. How about you? I am sitting here right now with my lovely wife. Would you please introduce yourself? Um, hey, well, you... Uh, you want to speak up a little bit? Um, hello, everybody. My name is Tamika. You probably remember, remember me from previous podcasts. Enunciate your words. <laughs> <laughs> And today's guest on my podcast today, I have someone that I met a little while ago. It hasn't been a long while ago, but since I met her, she's been absolutely dope. And I don't say that about a lot of people because I don't really like people, but that's a whole nother podcast. But um, she's she's absolutely fantastic. She's super, super talented in so many different ways. But what we're talking about today, by the time you all listen to this, April is Autism Awareness Month. So I am doing a podcast about something that I feel like more of the world need to talk about and understand, because at some point um, I feel like autism is going to be a thing to where it's going to be much more accepted, more the more people understand it. But we're going to get into that in just a second. So my guest, would you please introduce yourself to the world? Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Seven, and I am here today to learn you guys a thing or two about autism. All right, cool. <laughs> from from my perspective. Cool, cool. <laughs> now, if you have anything going on social media-wise, uh, Instagram-wise, TikTok, whatever the case may be, you can go ahead and tell the people about that and do whatever plugs you need to do. <laughs> okay, so my Instagram is at N-E-R-V, as in Victor, dot I-I. TikTok is Hyphy Onigiri, which is H. Y P H Y O N I G I R I. Well, all right. <laughs> well, all right. All right. Well, autism. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't be honest with you. And mm-hmm. my entire life, the first time I ever heard the first hint of autism or knew what it was, mm-hmm. was uh, Tony Braxton's, was it son? Yeah, she, she has a son. son that yeah, she has a, she has a son. I think it's Diesel. Is it Diesel? I think, yeah, I think, I his, think it's Diesel. Yeah, yeah, I think his name is Diesel. That was my first time hearing about it, but that, I, I heard about it, but I didn't know exactly what it was. Then, when Kamari was born, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, okay, yeah, I might want to kind of look into this, because I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Kamari is now 13? 12, 13, somewhere uh, there? Going on 13 in December. And I can't remember what Kamari did a year ago. So I can't even remember when he was. I can remember when he was born, but I don't. He was born in, in two thousand nine. So, how many times have we had drunken stupor? That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I can't. I literally, I literally cannot remember. I I just can't remember. But 
I do know I did I did some digging, did my own research about autism, and I was actually floored about a lot of information that I found out about it. So if we let's start from the top. If you could define like define autism, what would you call it? Like if you could pick another name or a definition, like what would you call it? Honestly, for me in my experience, other people may look at it as like, you know, a not really like a something that they want, but it's just like a gift slash superpower. Cause I feel like I pick up things and I guess I'm able to see the world a different way that others can't. Yeah. And when other people hear about it and then realize that it's kind of like an eye opener for them because they didn't see it or either they didn't pick it up. And then often like people kind of look at people who kind of, you know, are autism or autistic, uh, Kind of like they're crazy. Like, they, they don't even know what they're talking about. Or, like, yeah. they're just imagining things. But, like, once they realize, like, no, they're actually pretty smart. Like, it's, it's a lot of people with autism in society. Like, Bill Gates, uh, Albert Einstein. Like, Michael a Jackson. lot of... Yeah, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... They all had uh, autism. That's that's crazy. Because, I mean... I never really thought of, like, autistic people as crazy. Like, I've always thought that it's just like they they're like really really smart <laughs> and another thing that people also mistake that i've noticed from experience is that if you're if like say you're looking at me you're not going to expect me to be you know you're not gonna expect me to be autistic i mean unless i tell you <laughs> and, and i'm gonna be honest with you um when i it, it it's it's not even really a night and day it's just two different situations mm-hmm. being around my nephew watching him grow up and watching him evolve from a child with autism that barely spoke, and now you can so, barely shut him up. And then, yeah, he he knows when he's doing something to make you laugh. He, he knows. Is so funny. And then when I met you, and I was asking BJ about you, and he gave me a lot of things. I was like, huh? He was like, yeah. And I was like, bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was like, yes, he's autistic, and she has epilepsy. I'm like. Which is also common with people with uh, autism. I recently discovered um, uh, this article I was reading uh, about epilepsy, and then it mentioned autism. I'm like, so it's common? I didn't know until. So epilepsy is kind of common with with autism. I didn't know that. From what I read, yeah, I know that with (laughs) autism, you know, like um, they have like a hearing sensitivity, Mm -hmm. like 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 auditory processing. Vision. I didn't know the epilepsy thing. I didn't know that. And for those out there, let me re- let me go back and correct something about what I just said. I want to correct myself in general. I'm not saying that there is a look to autism. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying there's a look to epilepsy. It's just one of those things to where when you, if you've never either encountered it or dealt with it on a daily basis, you just don't know and it'll shock you. That's uh, that's all I'm saying. You just have to kind of be informed. Or yes, kind of exactly. Educated on. Another thing people have also actually came up to me and done. Like, I don't understand the audacity with some people, but they have a lot of audacity. must be for sale. Um, What? (laughs) uh, So they would come up to me and be like, you don't look or sound autistic. You don't act autistic. So so I'll ask them. What is what is autistic? What is autism to you? Yeah, that that is extremely disrespectful. And they'll show me a picture with somebody with Down syndrome. Wow. What the hell? That's not even the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing at all, but you can have autism and be, you know, and be, you know, with Down syndrome. Wow. <laughs> that is extremely disrespectful. I mean, I know in, in the black community, we wow. we deal with uh, certain, uh, I'm going to say 
disorders. I don't agree that autism should be labeled as a disorder, okay. but the definition of it is saying that it's a neurological disorder. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I still don't agree with it. But I know in the black community, we don't deal with disorders very much because I know growing up in one of the neighborhoods we lived in, we actually was around a kid that was, uh, he was mentally uh, unstable. Mm-hmm. Uh, very messed up words got thrown around a lot, those of which I'm not going to repeat. Mm-hmm. But we we knew he was okay to the point where he could understand what was going on and what we could do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I felt like we kind of bullied him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I per se didn't know what bullying was, but uh, his older brother, like I know his older brother would like, he would, he would bully him sometimes. But at the same time, he was ultra protective of him. Like anybody said something, did something to him wrong. Like there was literally no conversation. He was going in your shit. Mm-hmm. He was super protective of him, but he did kind of bully him a little bit. So when 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 I think about when I think about autism, like it, for me, it just it kind of reminds me of like one of the X Men. Like that's what it reminds me of. Like because it's it's so I think it's I think it's extremely dope to see like like I remember I saw like this. Um, is it, this is this is probably not the same thing, or it could be the same thing, if I'm not mistaken. There was an episode of House mm-hmm. um, where the guy, um, he he, I think he did have autism or a certain form, but what it was, he was he was a savant. He literally learned how to play piano, and within a short span of his life, he was a pianist. But he was a genius on a level like Mozart. Mm-hmm. But it was something that was wired in his brain a certain way to where it was gonna like kill him. So it was a choice between him being a pianist, a savant at that, or giving him his life. But when they went in and corrected it, at the end, they were saying he could never button his shirt up. But he got to button his shirt up for the same time, like for the first time in his life ever. But he wasn't a kid. This was like a 40-year-old man. So when I look at stuff like that, it's like... The simplest task can sometimes be complicated. Yeah. Like, say, for instance, if you tell me, hey, go put that cup down over there for me. You're going to look at me because I'm not moving nowhere. I'm just like looking around where to put the cup in my head. I'm like, okay, where do they want me to put the cup? If they put it, if I put it over here, will I get in trouble? They want me to put it over there. So then you're like, why don't you put the cup down? I'm like, okay, so where do you want me to put it? Over there. Over where? You're not giving me 100% instruction. Even with clear instructions and if I know and remember things that we've done in the past and they haven't changed, I still ask anyway because that's just how my brain is wired. Like I can't, if I don't understand point A, B, I'm not going to get the rest. Even if it's a simple instruction, like sometimes it's difficult. Wow. I mean, I, I don't honestly, I don't see a problem with that in, in anybody. You know what I mean? If you just well, don't know, you just don't know. <laughs> a lot of people have a lack of patience, though. That's the only thing. That's true. And then That's even true. if you tell them like, hey, I'm this, this is how I operate, they still kind of forget. And then the same thing like in society, like if I'm if I'm in a public place, I'm quiet. I don't really usually talk that much. Okay. Until I'm around my friends and like, you know, I'm around people I know that are familiar. Okay. If there's nothing familiar, I want nothing to do with it. Let me tell you something. That might not be an autism thing. That just might be a you thing. <laughs> because uh, I'm kind of like that. I know you're kind of yeah. like that. Like, I'm like, super, I'm like but like for me, I don't know you. I'm like, Mm-mm. but like for me, I'm it's real like, super uncomfortable until I get to know you. I have like, a okay, staring cool. thing, but like, I won't look you, I won't look you in the eyes. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm glad you told me that. Apparently, like, I have a thing where I'll stare and I'll focus, 
but I'm not directly looking at you. I'm looking at the wall behind you. Okay. Because I don't really want to directly look at you because like eye contact is really awkward for me. Okay, I'm glad she said. <laughs> I, I can keep looking. I can keep looking other direction. And then Sometimes I just kind of stare off in the space. And she don't like anybody staring. I just be thinking about something. You like you okay? I'm, oh yeah, I'm just I'm good. I'm just kind of. Or like, or like, say for instance, um, if I'm talking to somebody Mm -hmm. and I'm not like how I'm not looking at you or like if I'm listening to you, I'm not looking at you. Some people really find it rude. And I tell them every time I'm not trying to be rude. This is just how I communicate. Because if I look at you, I'm going to be too focused on looking at you and wondering what you're thinking. Uh, (laughs) Or either I'm going to have something else on my brain that's like clicking and then it's like I can multitask but with certain things, but like other things, like I just can't. It's right. Your brain kind of get, it gets like it's frazzled, like, and it's like, oh. and I'm like, okay, which way? Okay, do what I do go? they think? What are they doing? Why, <laughs> you, they, why are you not looking at me? What do you think? What do you think? And so another thing is that sensory overload, and, and I've heard social. That. So for me, quietness, like anything that's like quiet or anything cool, but places that are like extremely loud and like so much going on. It's a lot for me to take in. Okay. I don't have, I don't wear headphones for the simple fact that I just don't want people to like, why are you wearing headphones? Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I've done that before and then they're like, well, you're not listening to any music. Are they wireless? Why are you got uh, well, headphones? I mean. And I'm like, I'm like, so I don't have like, patience for people like that. Yeah, like, I, I really don't I have patience. I'd be ready to. Oh, like, do you know how hard it is to explain to somebody you want to go home because your right sock is going down your ankle and it's irritating you? You oh hear somebody God, chewing I across the it. room. You hear somebody chewing across the room, <laughs> and it sounds like it's in your ear, and you feel your hands are really sweaty, and like the back of your neck is cold, and you want to go home, and you don't feel comfortable. Like, it's so many reasons. Like, it's so many like weird reasons I that mean, seem minuscule and silly. I but like relate. for us, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, I mean it's got it's got to be much worse, and I can I can relate because at one point I could not stand hearing my wife chew. I, <laughs> I don't like to hear you chew. You know what I'm saying? But it's, I don't like it's, to hear people chew. I'm like, yeah, it's like it's, it's weird, but over time it was kind of like no, no. See, like for me, I don't. <laughs> it's a thing people do, like if they're scratching on something, mm-hmm. I'll just kind of look at them like. Please stop. <laughs> and, I will, and the thing is, I would say, and the thing is, like in my head, I, I I feel like I'm saying something out loud, and I'm not. I'm just literally just Ike Turner staring, and I'm like, wow. Or like, or and then another thing about expressions, expressions are hard. Okay. A lot of people take the tone of my voice as you know that I don't give a damn, or like, <laughs> like I have to get my no, mom used to it. My nephew is like that too. Like he he will let you know in a minute, but then like sometimes I'm like, oh, and then, but then it, I have to remember like, okay, well you know this this is kind kind of how he is, so I can't take it personally. Like if somebody's like, hey, like what's this, and I'm like, oh, this. Why you sound like that? Like what? Like that. I've heard you and DJ have conversations like that. And DJ just be picking on her. He'll just be picking on her and picking on her. And I know I know it's all out of love because he knows exactly what it is, but he'll do it just because. When I, he, yeah, when I finally <laughs> pick it up, I start laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard them conversations y'all have had. It's, it's been kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's been plenty of times I've said jokes and I'd be like in tears laughing. And the reason why it's funny to me is because I heard of a certain noise. Like, if I okay. hear, like, I, t- I joke people my my humor is broken. I tell people that joke all the time. Like my humor is broken. If I hear a chair scoot and it just happened to sound funny to me, I'm gonna bust out crying laughing if it sounds that funny to me. But then other brains don't understand why. Your humor is working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think your humor is working just fine. I'm just gonna tell you right now. You have, you can laugh at almost anything. I think your humor is just damn fine. Just to be honest. So 
Um, I guess let me how how should I put it? Because I because I I feel like if the the general question would be like at what age did you know? But how would you actually know unless somebody actually told you, or did you feel different? Okay, so when I was in elementary school, I noticed that I would kind of be antisocial. I'd be to myself. And then only like a certain amount of people I would allow to be around me or talk to. Okay. And only certain teachers I would like allow myself to talk to and be around or allow them to speak to me and I listen without getting upset. <laughs> like, okay. Um, how can I? This kid I was friends with was autistic, but they were on a semi-verbal spectrum, which means that they can speak a certain amount. But the rest is body language. That's kind of how I was. But except my, for me and my experience, I was more able to speak than that person. Hmm. So okay, so he was more, uh, you was you was more verbal than he was. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so because it, it was, is levels to it, like some there's you know, non-verbal, some... semi-verbal. Then there's the the. Uh, I don't like using this because I heard this is a slur, but high uh, high functioning, quote unquote, is kind of like a slur. Yeah, I, I would see how Yeah, I mean, if it's a slur, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, no, no disrespect to nobody out there. Slurs are not what we do here, unless it's the ones that make you laugh. So, um, yeah, no disrespect to nobody. No slurs here. I'm learning. Everybody's learning. Yes. That's what this is about. Please continue. But um, so we're playing around one day, and um, he just taps me, and I look at him. And he just does this. Like tapping his head. Yeah, he just does this, and then I just kind of looked at him like, you know, why you, ta- you know, why are you tapping your head? Of course, I don't say it. I'm just like, and then he taps my head. So, I told my teacher, and then she took us both to the counseling room, and then that's when he said he felt like we were the same. Wow. And that's all he said was we're the same, and so I never understood it. Went home. Slept about it. You know, kids don't really think, except I was that one kid that really went home and thought about stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> I was the one kid, like literally, I was the one kid in the back of the bus looking at all my friends, like, oh my God, how many scientists and how many doctors are going to come out of us? Because it feels like this this bunch of people are going downhill. And I don't want to know the future. Oh, who thinks about that at that age, though? Like, seriously. Like, I was the one kid, I didn't really think about toys and like, and so I was thinking, like, man, how many scientists and doctors and all this other stuff? It's going to be in the future. Nice. So, wow. <laughs> fast forwarding, get to middle school. Kid, same kid, he's more verbal now. Uh, he's like, you know, you should go get checked. He told you that? Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, over time, he's learning how to be more verbal. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like, certain words, like, I know one of my friends, um, if he says cup, it's a different word, but you know what cup is. He'll say, oh, like, cuppy or, like, you know, something else for the keyword because he can't really say just cup. And so mm. it's cuppy. That was his keyword for cup. Some people actually use a, a tablet to communicate or, like, a mood board to communicate their feelings if they can't say it verbally. Wow. Or be uh, still sort of, like, I'm not, I won't say semi-verbal, but, like, I have limits to where, like, it's just straight body language. But I write better than I do speak. Because okay. being verbal was not one of my strong suits, and having to force myself to learn how to be verbal was very hard. 
especially like to myself. Um, so middle school, you know, told me to get checked. Uh, I almost brought it up to my mom as a kid, you know, telling her like, hey, I have a concern, you know, I feel like I'm this. But realizing, you know, like back then, like fam- family, you know how like, you know, the things were like, Oh, we don't have that. That doesn't, you know, especially mm-hmm. in black families, like if, if if you have an issue, it don't exist in a black family. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It don't, it does not exist in a black family. The first time I ever told my mom I was stressed out or anybody else stressed out in the family, they cracked up in my face. Really? Like, yeah. Like, what you know about stress? But you, that's kind of common in, in unfortunately, in, unfortunately, in, in the black community. We just kind of, we just kind of brush off like mental health and mm-hmm. it's kind of, that kind of stuff. So, so then I was going to bring it up to my mom, but then I thought about, you know, what would the family think? And then I noticed how people was bullying the special ed kids in my school. Oh, yeah. That's, no. And um, yeah, school. it was already a thing for me that I was already socially awkward. And to their uh, to their standard, I was socially awkward. I kind of stayed to myself. I had my select group of friends. Like, I liked different things. I still played with toys at, at that age. All the other kids did not play with toys. I still played with toys. I still had that, like, piece of me. Just because it was something I like to do. So I kept that to myself. And I was like, I don't want to get made fun of because I already get, you know, bullied enough. I'm not trying to go further down that road. So high school, it was suggested by a teacher because um, I just would not participate in math class. Literally, I would literally just shut down to the point where I would do I wouldn't even do body language at my teacher. I would just literally sit there and get frustrated and just sit there and not do anything because I didn't understand the math. Like for me, numbers are overwhelming. And um, sometimes like when I read, it's hard to read out loud still, even though like I I read all the time, but it's just out loud. I can't, sometimes I can't enunciate words correctly or either the word moves like kind of like, not like dyslexia, but. Oh, maybe it is. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, we not at No man. It's just like it's just like the numbers. It's like it's like the numbers and the letters just all come together. Yeah, it's kind of especially with math. It makes me panic. Like I literally like panic and like shut down when it comes to math because I'm like, oh my god, like shut it down. If you don't be there and help somebody with certain things, especially if you're autistic, if you don't help them, there we're we're not really gonna. And so we're just going to try to deal with it on our own or either we're just going to look and get mad. I do feel like a lot of a lot of teachers just kind of like patience with certain people. We dealt with that a lot in school. That and my teachers didn't really understand. Well, a couple of teachers understood, but like a couple of teachers, my teachers didn't understand that I was a visual learner. So when I draw or if I'm writing something down, I'm going to remember because I remember at this point in time when I drew that, that was when this was said. Yeah. So... Oh, in in class, I would often like draw. I'll doodle. I'll draw. I'll write down on stuff. I'll tap on my pencil or something. And like I've had teachers taken away, like take my sketchbooks and stuff, and like they'll take everything from me and send me to the office. So one of my teachers um, suggested that I get put in a special ed class to my mom. And um, of course, I you know by panic, I'm like I don't need that, you know. And then my mom's like, Yeah, she she don't need that. Boom, that was it. So then I start slowly noticing through high school, like I was really different from other people and how they thought, how they socialize. And I wasn't 
as fast paced as everybody else. And it was weird because I was I was in the middle of the group of being known by people and not being known by people. So like I had people that was cool with me and then people that just I don't know, they just was in a different part of the <laughs> food chain of the school. But they knew of me. And that's high school. Yeah, it's like I didn't really know how to go about that. And I noticed how everybody was moving kind of different. Fast forwarding to maybe nineteen twenty. Finally, which is like, okay, let me just go ahead and just see what's up. I spoke to a therapist. I spoke to a neurologist. Then I spoke to a therapist after the neurologist recommended me to a therapist. Because um, I had first went in for epilepsy, but then he was like, no, I'm starting to see a couple other little activities, but I'm starting to notice, especially because you're fidgeting. And he was picking up different signs. Like, right now, I'm, I've been doing this and all, like, this whole time. That just helps me think. Um, so I got tested. Um I can't really tell because, you know, HIPAA stuff, but uh, it's like basic, like cognitive test, testing, um, emotional, physical, like it does the whole whole nine. It all depends on what um, what the therapist would want to do as far as testing and like trying to see what they can find. Um, so I told my, you know, therapist is, is what I picked up. Um, I've had others, you know, who are on the spectrum say that this is what they've noticed because they do the same thing or like whatever. Um, only to find out that, yeah, I, I was autistic, I'm autistic the whole time. And, uh, so you didn't find out two years around like 19 to 20. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the thing is, it's easier to detect in men than it is in women. Um, why is it? Because they don't really, don't really expect it out of women. It's rare in women. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but the older you get, the older you get, the harder it is to test for it. So I always tell people, like, if you feel like that you are, please go ahead and get checked or something. Because the older you get, the harder it is to, and the more money it costs to get diagnosed. And most places will re- reject, refuse to, because it's going to be hard to detect it. It's easier to detect when you're younger than it is when you're older. Wow. Okay. I never knew that. Wow. Um, wow. You, I never, just, you just said a lot. I, ne- a I lot. never knew. Wow. That. <laughs> um, and then well, the fact that the wow. teachers in school were just kind of a bit dismissive. Yeah, I have I had some real dismissive teachers that didn't really. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> Be glad you weren't in Montgomery, Alabama, because it would have been a whole different story. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. So, wow. but, um I didn't know. Like, so, well, like, okay, so explain to people who don't know. Uh, when they say they ask, I've, I've heard people ask the question, like, are you on the spectrum? Like, what, what is it exactly does that mean? Okay, so when they say the spectrum, don't think of it as like a circle, a wheel circle, or like a, a straight line. There's no, it's basically like one of those, uh, how you did in school, the three circles? Yeah. The yeah. one and then the middle, and then, sorry, that's how it is. And it's split up in like three different categories. Okay. Um, that's in a way of how you could think of autism. It's not like just a linear straight line or like just a circle, a rainbow of a circle of levels. I don't know how to describe that circle one. The, the, the first time I seen the circle one was like, a couple of years ago, and I just didn't understand that, nor did I understand the line. I always knew it by the, the three circles. Um, so it's like you have this type of behavior, this type of behavior, and then everything coming into one, 
of what's common, I believe. Um, I try to often tell people when they think of autism, don't think of it as like, are you able to communicate or not? Are you normal or not? And then another thing is like people, the normal thing, yeah, right? Like, it's like, like the normal. What the hell is normal? normal. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, what is normal? And then like another thing is that when people see me, they compare me to what they've seen on TV or what they experience with autism or dealing with people with autism. And they see me and they're like, okay, well, you can speak, you can do this, that, the third. You must be fine. You can function just like everybody else. It's not No, but it's, it's more. It's <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, to... all right, put me in a loud room and see what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the chaos burn and, and see how see how fast that lasts. Yeah. So as far as, as, far as like a progression, as far as like learning, could you like... Like if somebody's in, I guess, like in like a stage one autism, can you like learn how to communicate better? Mm-hmm. And like, how can you learn? Like, how how can you learn to communicate more? Patience. If you... Patience is key and attentiveness, because you can always like I know I don't, regardless of if they can't speak or not, I can always tell what somebody may need or want, and if I don't know. There's always questions you can ask. You can speak in a calm voice. Don't be like, hey, you need to listen or, you know. Yeah. But, like, for some, they sometimes they have to, you know, get stern and that's okay. But as long as you're not, you know, you know, putting your hands on them and, you know, whatever, like, calling them out of their name. But, you know, if they're not listening and, you know, they're in overload, like, hey, we need to calm down. Let's mm-hmm. go ahead and sit down. Let's go over here. And then... um, I lost my train of thought. And let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's, let's start at a state. Let's start at a state. Step, step, step one. Like, step right. like, uh, Whatever you want to start at, it's fine. I'm, I'm learning. Um, speaking gently, being patient. is Patience is key. Because I know for a fact when people that know how to deal with, deal with me when I have my overloads or if I'm being stubborn, they know how to deal with me. Because I can be very bullheaded. I can be very bullheaded, and I will admit that I can be very bullheaded. Sometimes I know what I'd be doing, but that's just because that's just my mood. I'm just like, I don't want to do that. But I'm not going to verbally say that. I'm just going to look at you and not do it and walk away. Because, yeah. like, I don't want to verbally tell you I don't want to do it. I'm just going to show you that I don't want to do it. I'm a shower. <laughs> I don't speak, I show. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. I didn't, I didn't really know too much or nothing about autism. I heard, I've, I've heard the term autistic. But honestly, like when I was younger, I used to think people were saying like artistic, like you know, you know like artistic, like, art, like yeah. yeah, yeah, like art. I was like, oh, you know, good, you are artistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I never really knew what it was until in like my adult years. So it's good to kind of hear yeah. what it's, you know, what. And a lot of people about. gotta stop taking the word autistic or autism as a slur or some sort of label. I hate when I'm talking to people about autism and they're like, stop labeling yourself. How am I, how am I stop labeling myself when that's what I have in my body? Like what you did. <laughs> That is a whole other podcast. We are in a day and age where relabeling yeah. things and calling it something else when it's still the, the original the thing, thing. That's what people are doing now. But that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. Um, I think. Cool, yeah, I mean, I hearing that you you was you was diagnosed at like nineteen twenty, like. It's crazy. Yeah, that that I is, went my whole wow. life, but 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 then come. To, I mean, how? Think about how many people could possibly be, I guess, what you would call functioning mm-hmm. aut- autistic yeah. oh, as an I adult, mean, and they're on the higher end of the spectrum, and they was yeah. never diagnosed. Yeah, you, 
you know what's crazy is that sometimes I can tell. I can sometimes like we and we know. So like if we walk up to you or like we're just kind of staring at you and we got kind of smile or just do like, like some sort like of like, you, a, like, like a know, connection. Just, yeah. Like it's like the SpongeBob. You like Krabby Patties. You like Krabby Patties. <laughs> like because like they'll do certain things and then they're like, dang, why do I keep doing this? And I'm like, ah, light bulb. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> you might be one of me. <laughs> Welcome wow. to the club. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I always tell people like, oh God, okay, I have to say this. Oh, <sighs> self-diagnosing. Mm, I'm on the fence about it because I know how people can be like, okay, it's a difference when people are like, hey, you know, they come to you like, I feel like I'm this, this is what I do. Um, this is the patterns that I've noticed. What like do you anxiety. recommend? People yeah. self-diagnose with anxiety. Yeah, and then they're like, what What do you recommend? Like, how did you go about it? It's a difference between like, okay, this is what I feel like. I think I might have it. These are the actions. What do you suggest I do? What did you do to get diagnosed? Versus, oh, no, I definitely think I am because I do the same thing that you do. And, and I've had people literally do that. I'm like, no, you don't. Oh, I, can, wow. I can tell that you don't. And that they're like... Well, how come? I'm like, you don't bounce your foot or have to fidget or don't look at pe- look at people in the eye. I can't. I fidget always. I always have to bounce my leg or do something. Like, I have to wrap this leg around this leg so it doesn't bounce because I will bounce. <laughs> I'm like, you don't do, you don't, yeah, you may have certain tendencies, but they're not to a point where it's like repetitive to the point you can pick it up. And it's just like, yeah, like just because you have a nerve problem and you bounce your leg don't mean that you automatically have autism. Like, I've had somebody like actually, like, pretend that they had tics. Huh? Uh, yeah. It's like, tics are, like, you know, like, the stems. Yeah. And, like, I've noticed they'll mimic my stems. And I'm like... How do you do that? Because I don't... You know what? I don't know. I, I never understood that. And then at the same time, for me, I'm like, yes, I, I love who I am as somebody as being autistic. But at the same time, why would you want to be autistic? That doesn't make life easier. And people think because you're autistic, you have it easier because people are more willing to help you and do this at the third. It's not the same. We still get treated the same regardless. Wow. It's, 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 it's a blessing to hear that people are getting treated well or being talked to like a human being and not like just some animal or like somebody that's like a rock or something, you know, like yeah. we're treated like being treated like a human being. That's and then like it's weird getting that from people sometimes because we're so used to people treating us a certain way that like when people treat us nice it's like a, <laughs> a certain, like, yeah people just treat me like oh well you just you're not human yeah, like a brush you, like a brush off the shoulder like you don't matter you're just like everybody else so well the world ain't fair you know yeah. the world ain't fair but yeah I, that's why I asked you earlier before we got started I well, I, I was telling you like I have an overpatection problem. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's nothing to do with you in general. Like she'll tell you yeah, when it comes to anybody. Like, anybody care about. Yeah, I, that's just how it is, you know. So I didn't want you to feel like I was just treating you quote unquote special, but oh, I'm no. treating you like a person. That's yeah, the main thing. So is it okay? <laughs> You married me, so what is what does that make you? That makes you just, just as crazy as me. But, but, Another thing, um even though I may be quiet. And like to myself, when it comes to like being having the anger feeling or sadness feeling, it's an overwhelming thing because that emotion is slow. Some people show different emotions stronger. For me, it's always been anger and sadness. So like for me, I'm always calm. It takes a while for me to get upset about something unless like it's something immediately like 
if it's something dumb and I know it's dumb, it's going to upset me more than it will somebody else because I'm like, okay, I'm trying to make sense of why you did this. Why did you do this? And it's making me mad because I don't understand. And because that's something of the nature that I did not know of that you could, like, I didn't expect that nature of you because I know you like this. This is how I learned your database of how I know you and the relationship with you or whoever. And you do something stupid or different or something that's like, you know, not okay. I'm going to get upset more than everybody else and feel a little bit more stronger than everybody else. And everybody's going to be like, you shouldn't feel that deep. It's not the fact that I'm feeling so deep. It's just that I'm, I'm upset because it's like, why is this person doing this? And they don't usually, you know, do that. They're better than that. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of communicative things. And another thing, sometimes I have impulsiveness to where it's like, I think I'm saying something in my head or I'm thinking I'm sharing an expression. Like I'm not doing any expressions. So say for instance, somebody says something like, you know, kind of raunchy or stupid. Mm-hmm. And like, everybody's like, oh, Okay. But then here's me like, like I'm I'm making the face. You clearly see the disgust on my face. I mean, I I think I, I honestly I feel like I've seen you make that face before. I'm being honest because it's been some times where you you you've been sitting around and me and BJ will be talking about some left field shit, or or it's been times there's been people by the house and everybody talking about some left field shit. And you you I feel like I've seen you really make a face like that, like. Mm. You know, like, like, and, I'll, and I don't know that I'm doing it unless somebody's like, like, another thing I got to stop doing is that when people kind of double take and stare, uh-huh. I do this thing where it's like, it's like a trigger almost. So like, you know how people are like, oh yeah, 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 I get, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do it really aggressive because I'm just like, I'm like, what? Like, yeah, what yeah, I got you, like, I got you. Looking? I understand. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Um, I know exactly what you mean. Me and AJ, my best friend, were at a con uh, in Birmingham and like we were wearing maid outfits. You know, he's a male wearing a maid outfit. We're in down in the South. It's, you know, how views are. So, you know, this guy walking ahead of us, he keeps looking back. And so we're minding our business and literally I look at him and I'm like, as he's staring back at me, and then he's just like, "Stop!" And I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably something that would be. Man, oh man. Like, man, like oh other man. people would probably be like a little bit more subtle about it. Like, what is he looking at? Like, can you turn around? It's probably me. I'm ready, I'm ready for the smoke. I'm ready for the smoke. I'm like, bro, what you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that would be. Or I'll uh, say oof. something. I think it's in my head, and I'll say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Like it was one time. <laughs> somebody had asked me like <laughs> you ain't coming out the car you know it's cold outside I'm not coming out the car He's like why are you in the car <laughs> so I started rolling up the window and like, as I didn't know the window was still you know kind of open and I was like and if I want to stay in the heat what <laughs> and then my friend was like oh my god and I was like what <laughs> oh man and I was like oh <laughs> and I seen I seen my friend just looking like you cussed me out like why did you do that. I was like, I just wanted to be in the warmth. Like you asking me why I don't want to be in the cold. I'm saying here, like that's an irritating question, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Things I, I say can come off can come off as harsh because of my t- the tone of my voice and how like I sound always nonchalant. So somebody can be like, I got a promotion today. Oh, that's good. Nice. <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna say congratulations. I mean, I said that's good. 
I was going to say congratulations if you just would have let it, you know, let it marinate a little bit. I would have <laughs> kept going. But, like, but people would be like, so so you're not going to do that? Like, I, I was. If you just want to let me process, I kind of went on dial-up, man. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm on AOL, bro. Internet Explorer, please. You got to get my brain wow. in two seconds. I'm Windows XP in the brain. For wow. Windows XP, but a supercomputer at the same time. <laughs> Wow. Well, it takes a little bit. <laughs> well, look, I had some other stuff that I wanted to ask, but I feel like I don't need to because you've literally given so much information. I mean, I, some of it is hard for me to even process. Mm-hmm. So I'm just at, at I'm, I'm just going to leave it there because I feel like what you said, the way you said it, and how you presented yourself is a matter of how people would need to understand it and take it because. If there's a such thing as normal, you're normal. You are fine. Just because a doctor says something's wrong with you, there's nothing wrong with you. You are just fine. I mean, but what's really? Yeah, what's really? Normal? I never understood what's right or wrong. Yeah, I mean, but uh, but but for your sake, I'm telling you, you're you're fine. Even even when after when just I learned, somebody can't really communicate on how what they what they're feeling. I mean, if something is wrong with them. They just can't communicate. We, in, in a way that everybody else communicates. It's just the fact of it's it's like it's a it's still a normal thing. It's just a regular thing. People still have to warm up to you. It's just kind of ten times a little bit more. That's it. They just, just have to, to get further. used to. I mean, even even after I learned that that you were autistic, I mean, it didn't really change anything because when I, I would come by and at first it was like, "Hey, what's seven? Oh, she's in the room. Oh, okay. Hey, seven. Hey." I was fine with that. You know what I mean? Then eventually I started coming yeah, out. Yeah, so it was like, she's like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Oh, nothing much. And I, I don't start speaking. <laughs> and I'll start yeah, speaking. so it was it was a gradual thing. So it was like, I, I even now, I still don't, I still don't see, like, not not saying that I need to see something physically there. I'm I'm just not seeing it. It's kind of, it's just like my nephew. Mm-hmm. My nephew will sit, when he comes over, he will literally sit in that one chair in that corner. And he would stay on his phone and play games and watch videos and stuff on his That's phone. And he <laughs> but, but, and I'm content, right? but the thing, but the thing with him though is he'll he'll um he'll have like his videos and he like to watch like on like repetitive videos. And I do that. Stuff I like do that. that. And he'll do it. And he's fine with that. But when it's time to like joke and stuff, he'll joke with yeah, you. Yeah, he'll joke with you if he, especially yeah. if he's hungry. You want something to eat? He'll let you know if he's hungry. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, you want some McDonald's? So yeah. it's, it's so what you want chicken nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. So the thing, the thing that I've taken from everything that you just said, and this is, I believe, not just for anyone that has autism. I think humans in general. Just be more patient with each other. I was supposed to say that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I was going to say that. My bad. I'm but sorry. you said it first. My bad. I'm sorry. Patience. Because, like I said, I don't, I personally don't see, I, I truly don't, don't see the, the, I don't see the level level of understanding and respect that needs to be there for somebody who has any type of condition, mm-hmm. let alone somebody who walks around and and looks quote unquote normal, mm-hmm. but there is something going on. But and once should... they find out, it's a, oh man, uh, so so yeah, like the TV show. And the, it could but, be, but you should I look mean, at people and try to figure out, oh well, um, uh, do they have something going on? Do they? I mean, just yeah, you should. But when how you do find out, and, it's when you do find out. What do you do with that information? That's why I was right. telling you. It was like when I found out, it was just like, okay, hey seven, hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
I always just tell treat people, people how you want to be treated. I always tell people, just think of me just as, as a cat sometimes. Like, sometimes I'll make my rounds and come cats. out like, oh, hey. Yeah, Bella's in a room somewhere sleeping. That is a perfect <laughs> way to put it. Because if you're not a cat person, you have to know that if cats, you, you have to kind of let them warm up to you. Right. Because if you don't, then they're just, they're not going to like you. You're not going to like them. And you're just going to be like, okay, like, I'm an asshole. asshole. Like, why I don't like cats. Ca- like, all cats are all cats are not assholes. I mean, you just have, have to, you have to kind of let them warm up to you. And then once they warm up to you, then everything's fine. Just give, give them all the right. space and let them do. do I got a challenge for people. If you know somebody with autism, if you have autism yourself, um, or, you know, just in general, if you know somebody with autism, Ask them about their special interests and watch how quick their face lights up. I did know. I noticed that about you. We got to talk about the stuff that you like. You man, you would sit there and you would just go on and on and on, and I see you smile. She, you smile the entire time. I've I've seen you do it when you talk about makeup. I've seen you talk about it, and that's why I said like, if there's a such thing as normal, you're fine because I've seen it. I've seen her do it. And when you do it, it's the same look. You just talk and you just talk and you smile and you smile. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like something how, about like <laughs> having a regular conversation and then when somebody asks you, oh, what do you think about this? And it's something that you really love. It's like, oh, well, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, you're asking me? Well, how? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to ask me? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I mean, yeah, but, and I, and I can appreciate, I can appreciate the smallest things too. Cause I remember when you put me on that, uh, that game mm-hmm. that you were playing, I can't, uh, what, what was it called? Dead by Daylight. No, the uh, mobile game where you start off like you being you just born and then you grow up and then you got to get oh, a job. Oh, big life. Yeah, big life. Yeah, that's right. She yeah. told me about that game, yeah. and even when she talked about that game, I could tell like, okay, I'm I'm gonna try this because the way she was describing it, it was like. You know, but you was like, hold on that game. Yeah, every I night, walked. Every night, he put you in the bed. He was like, oh, I'm saying, I'm a million now. Now, I got. Um, I'm I in got the light. bed telling like, her, oh, that? I just got out of jail, but I got an inheritance. I'm like, seeing her like, okay, so yeah. Like, look, I was in the Irish Mafia. I was in the Yakuza somehow. I'm like, no, man. I mean, look, because it was the way she described it. So, I and I can appreciate that because, like, you if you if you hear somebody else talk about something that interests them. You know, yeah, like you, I talk about TV shows and movies all the time, but it's only when I hit that moment when I that light switch turns on. I'm like, I'm so bright about it. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but for you, it's like it's it's literally like it's instant. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not a build up. It's it's immediate. So it's like that's I why I was like when she like told me, I was like, oh, I'm putting this on my like, phone. And I'm at work trying to play this damn game at work, knowing fully well I'm supposed to be putting a damn graphic on a machine or something, <laughs> and I'm like. Damn, I just went to jail. Oh, man. Like, what the hell? And so, bro, I eat the nine times out of... Look, it's not real life. It's a game called Bit Life. Yeah, just just, yeah <laughs> just just so y'all know. Please, please. I don't do this in real life. I'm yeah. Real. If I do this in real life, then I, I really got something wrong. Going on. <laughs> I, I really need to talk to somebody. <laughs> yeah, man. That, But, yeah. In, in, in conclusion, yeah, like I said, if there's a such thing as normal, you're fine. You're 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 just fine. We're human like, too. We're all human. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've seen the stuff that you do on TikTok. I've seen uh, your mask is hanging right there that you made oh, for yeah. me. Oh, I've yeah. I've seen the stuff that you do. If anything, I would I, I envy anybody that has autism because they're able to tap into something in their brain that that lets them do amazing things that I myself. I I beat myself up a lot about the stuff that I do. I mean, music is just something that just kind of, kind of naturally came, but I quit because of other reasons. That's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's the simple. It's it's the way I see it. I I can see 
that you can look at something that you enjoy doing and it would be it, it will come so natural to you to just do it. And I've seen your videos. I've seen the pictures, of the photos and stuff that you're taking and stuff. And it just it's it's just instant. And I feel like that's that's not a disorder to me. But that's just, that's just like with Kamari, you know, he um just started playing the drums and he, yeah, he just he, yeah, he don't know yeah. how to read music. It's just like he, I can't, he, I can't he, read he got, music. He I, got a, he got a set of drums and he he played it. He instantly. Play, like, instantly like, like he really know how to play the yeah, drums. And, and I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know I learned I learned how to do music by ear too, but I but like instantly like I don't it, think it's just, that's it's a disorder so, though. I don't feel I wish, like I autism was a disorder. I would show it to you, but it's, it's so power. crazy. I'm like, oh my god, he just he's playing it. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm I'm I, I mean I'm I'm pretty it's sure a, it's amazing. At some point, the definition for autism it has to be redefined because I yeah, I don't they, see it as a at a as not a disorder. A disorder. I don't, it's it, like, it could be. I mean, in any other person, let's just say if it's a person like for me, for instance, I couldn't. I hated school. I mean, even when I got. Like I, I I hated school up until the point when I flunked the eighth grade. Then I really hated school after that point, and it was just okay. Y'all think I can't graduate? I'm gonna make it to the twelfth grade just to show y'all I got here, and then I'm going home. So it it I never really cared, but I knew in my mind that I didn't care and I didn't want to do this because it wasn't helping me. Mm-hmm. So when I look at it from a different side of someone who quote unquote has a, a this uh, a disorder or a learning disorder, something like that. When I look at that, like, it needs to be redefined because I feel like I could have easily been put into a category that I probably didn't need to be in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I do, I do feel like the definition of that needs to be changed because I, again, I don't see it as a disorder. Maybe somebody just doesn't like. You might not like doing nothing just else in the world but because. playing a piano all day and creating music. What is wrong with that? Just because I don't learn at the speed you do, don't mean something's wrong with me. Just yeah, I learn in a different type of way. Like I learn, like if you, if you, if you give me a book, I'll, I'll read the book back and forth. I know exactly what I need to do, but if I won't really grasp it until I actually do it. Yeah. Not to do it over I need to do it, and I need to make some mistakes like, and know, like, okay, oh, okay. well, I know this repetition is why I don't routine. need to do this, and I and I need to. Okay, okay. Repetition I get, I get. and routine are the some of the most biggest things for people with autism because if anything is disrupted disordered out of place oh, oh i can tell that i mean that's just like just like come on <laughs> go, again goes back to kamari he has a ritual that he does almost everywhere that he goes he has this one thing like when he comes here he sits in that chair he's on the phone he'll go in my room and he'll watch family field yeah he'll watch him going out when he's at when he gets home from school he literally like he wears this hat that i think his dad gave him that hat he never takes it off he goes in the room he takes off all his clothes he probably sit in the bed his drawers on and just watch videos all day that's what he does that'd be the piece like that's that's his thing and and i mean everybody changes sudden changes or anything like just abrupt i oh my god (sighs) i can i mean i can tell you your your room is that's your world and I don't see that as a bad thing. I see that as a beautiful thing because when I was living with my mom, like before I moved in with with you guys, even before I met you, my room was my sanctuary. I did not need to leave my room for nothing. Like I had it set up to where like, um, man, I'm going down memory lane. But did just just to kind of relate, um, my window sat low to the ground. 
So I could sneak out the house mm. without having to worry about falling. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> trust, me, trust me, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but yeah, I could sneak out the house. So technically, let because I'm a guy, if I needed to go to the bathroom, I didn't need to go across the hall. I could just open my window and step right in the bushes. Wow. Um, I kept food. Don't don't judge me. I'm, I kept food in my room, so I didn't necessarily have to Yeah, move. I had food and snacks in my room always. I had my own TV. And then when we would turn, when the air conditioner would be on, my room would get the coldest first. Or I had a fan in my room. So I would literally be in my room 24-7. And I didn't, like, my love for horror movies was always when I was a child. But when I, when I had that block, when I was single and I had that heartbreak time, my room was my sanctuary. I didn't have to leave to do nothing. So I can relate. Everything was in my yeah, I can I can definitely relate to that, and I and again, I mean the 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 social anxiety it could it could be from or the 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 loneliness or whatever it could be that and I again I don't see that as a problem because of the fact that that's that's something that's either going to be routine for someone that that has autism or someone that does not have autism that's just kind of what they're going through, and I feel like both of those kind of run a parallel. The only difference is the damn definition of what autism is. I still see it as autism and just think it's bad, like you're helpless. Yeah, you're just dumb and it's like no, like it's Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, right? Yeah, all of these. Yeah, and there's people that are can deal with autism in the spectrum of they can do it mathematically. They're good with numbers. Mm -hmm. They're good with art. They're good with music. It's it's like as many different ways of autism that can work. Like somebody can be nonverbal as all get out. They can't do nothing but you know make a sound or say like a couple words or just use a sound and literally. They are a genius. They can solve a whole calculus equation. With um, what's his name? They played Batman. I know what you're talking about. Was we're it like, Batman? Yeah, it, no. But I know what the movie you're talking about. Let, let's let's try not to get off subject because we'll, we'll. No, that, that just kind of it just kind of came to me because <laughs> he yeah. was smart as hell. Yeah, you Rain Man, and then uh, you you you're thinking of Rain Man with Tom Cruise and the other guy. I can't remember his name. He was in the movie Outbreak. But what you're thinking about is the accountant with Ben. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm thinking about the accountant. Yeah, yeah. He was he played an uh, uh, he he played someone that was autistic. Yeah, and that's he, what I'm And about. in his research of doing the movie, he actually spent time with someone that was autistic and so everything that he did was basically a a copy of what he had already experienced from someone else mm-hmm. but he said i remember in interviews he said he got so much of more of an appreciation for someone with autism because they were able to learn and do stuff like this they picked up on stuff like he did i mean it was just amazing the way he was talking about it that's why i was like i don't see that as disorder if yeah. i mean speaking of that um, what do you think about like when um, you have movies about you know based around autistic characters and you have like actors that's kind of portraying autistic? I wish autistic, what, they would hire more people that actually have autism. Yeah, because it's been a couple of shows like The Good Doctor, amazing. Yeah, I love that show. Um, I love that show. I got. We got to get back into yes. that. Yes. But it's like a couple of shows or movies that I've watched, and I'm like, that's that's not what we do. Because even, not, even with not, um, Claws, um, Dean, the, the character Dean, yeah, Dean, um, he's Dean autistic, were, he plays autistic. Yeah, he, he reminds me of Kamari in a lot of ways when I see him on the screen. Like they hit some points, but it's other points where it's like a, it, it seems like a condescending, satirical type of 
thing like a, oh you poor baby yeah yeah you that's know, how i started off with dean but eventually like dean dean like i hate to say this because of his age on the show but he grew up he was like no i'm not a kid i can take care of myself yeah and, and that's the kind of film i haven't made it that far into the um the show yet but that's the kind of film i got like she was kind of kind of babying him, like kind of still treating him like a child, but you you can't really do that because this is a grown man. Yeah, but and then but then the other side to that is that you know you know that what it is that's there is there, and you just want to be there. I mean, and I, and so, I understand you want to protect him. Yeah, but yeah. Still, so I mean, this, you still have to kind of respect him as can, a, as a man. And it can also cause a regression, the whole babying thing, because it's going to build a routine of oh, well, if this person you know does this for me or treats me this way. Then yeah. this is gonna happen. Yeah. This is the routine now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I tell people treat us like human beings, if we if you have to get stern with this, don't get stern to the point where you have to scream and holler at us. Just be patient. Be like, hey, you need to come on. This is what's going on. Like you need to calm down. This is okay. You need to ground yourself. Don't like you know because ah, we're we going we probably gonna yell back. <laughs> it's just gonna go down here, but then it's not good. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that with the um. The autistic yes. thing with that with actors. Yes, I wish um, I wish the entertainment business would actually hire more people that actually have autism because some people who act autistic. Mm-mm. Personally, I feel like it's a little bit um, exaggerated. It's exaggerated. In my, in my opinion, I do different. feel like a lot of times it's exaggerated. Like you don't have to act like like all all autistic people are just like oh my god, like just yeah. kind of like yeah. Yeah. Like just kind of all nervous and like because and we're not all nonverbal. Exactly. We don't just speak caveman. Like we're not. We're not dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've seen a couple of movies that uh that uh it wasn't it wasn't autism. It was it was actually uh, Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. But they actually had the person like in the movie that person actually has Down syndrome. And I thought that was absolutely amazing. It's a movie that uh, uh Shia LaBeouf is in. It was an independent movie that he played in. Oh, I think I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't remember the name. I, I, think, so I think we saw that together. Yeah, we did. We watched it together. It was yeah. on Amazon. Man, yeah. that movie was so good. And I was I like, yeah. I can't remember yeah, the name of it, but yeah, that, it was a good movie. That needs to happen a whole lot more. I agree with you. Um, on that, on that note, because yeah, he, he actually had Down syndrome. I yeah, he actually no, he in real life he actually has Down syndrome. Yeah, real. yeah. But that was you good. Could, when he did that movie, it was like. That was that movie was it. kind of a tearjerker too. Yeah, I was just yeah, like, oh, they kind of brought the brought a few tears out of me. I don't take this the wrong way, people, but I don't care if he has Down syndrome. This guy can act like he is. He can act. Like, well, he's doing his thing. I don't even think that he's following a script. He's kind of just doing his own damn thing. Yeah, that was good. You know, like, I mean, it was. Yeah, it's yeah. I it. The world has come a long way, but we still got an extremely long way to go with a lot of shit. Yeah, definitely need to be more representation with. There's more. this uh, animated film by I think Pixar and Disney called Loop, and I've heard of it. Basically, it's about a girl who has autism, and this you know person is with them like as a partner, like you know watching them and being around them because they have to work with them. I guess they're at a camp or something. Okay. I can't give the full details of it because I'll give away the the whole short film. But well, let's I, just say we need to watch it. Yes, I, I <laughs> it. It, it is called it's Disney. It's either it's either by Disney or Pixar, one of the two. They, I think they Disney. Own, yeah, Disney. Own. They, they were they yeah. were they're both yeah. one of the same. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's called Loop, and um, yeah, it's about autism. Okay, all right. Well, we're gonna check it out. But now, um, I I honestly I I'm glad that it went as long as it did. 
I didn't intend for it to go this long because we've been talking for almost an hour now. Oh, really? So, really? Yeah, yeah. It we literally, like it. We've literally been talking wow. for almost oh an hour. Oh, I'm really so glad. <laughs> so that, that, that's why I said I had so many questions <laughs> that I wanted to ask, but I didn't need to ask them because I wanted I part of me just wanted you to just talk. And, and I had a couple of questions like as it went on. Nah, it, <laughs> yes. No, I mean, yeah. it was like, you know what, man? No, I just want to hear you speak. Just just so people can better understand it and digest it uh, a lot better instead of it being just question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. And but, so, like, it's not a lot of people that will up and speak verbally. So I try to up and speak verbally. Like, I made myself learn how to better enunciate and talk better. Okay. To okay. Be able to speak up for others that can't speak for themselves, yeah, necessarily. So to speak, like they can't really express that. So I take my time and my sensory stuff to express that. So that way, people have a better understanding. So it's like it's not just like a brick wall. Right, it's cool. dope. Well, thank you for coming through. Thank you. Greg. I, I, I <laughs> greatly appreciate it. This this is the one this podcast. Is definitely informative. Yeah, for me. I mean, this is the one that I don't really actually know much about autism. I mean, Look, outside of, you know. Man, I've been looking forward to this one as much as I was looking forward to another one that was done. But because the audio was messed up on that one, oh. never hear that one. This, this, I was looking forward to this one. So um, thank you. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate everybody listening to my podcast and taking time out today to listen to me. Um, my Facebook page is up. You can find me on Facebook under my government name, which I'm not going to give right now because I don't really like giving it. Twitter. But you can find me on uh, it, it's Twitter, on Instagram. Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Into your podcast. I'm on Instagram. Bchuck3085. My Facebook page. You can actually search for Into Your Podcast, and I'm on Facebook. Um, oh, and I'm on Twitch. Definitely find me on Twitch. Into Your Gaming. I try to go live every night again, but hey. I'm there. That's four ways. Four ways you can find me. Um, if you have any questions or anything, anything you want to comment on, send me an email taig22xx at gmail.com or you can send me an email at gemini2x2x at hotmail.com. Yeah, I think, yeah, I still use that one. But yeah, <laughs> that's two ways y'all can get in contact with me. But thank you guys very much for sticking around and waiting on these episodes to come. Uh, once again, this is for Autism Awareness Month, and I have a special message for anyone. That has autism. Again, just like I told Seven, you are just fine, and you are very normal. Whatever normal is, you're that. I mean, what is? <laughs> yeah, what the hell is normal? <laughs> Wait, I feel like if you're normal, you're weird. I mean, like, hey, well, there you go. What is normal? <laughs> well, there you go, people. Well, y'all take it easy. Y'all love one another, and please treat people kind and be nice to each other. All of the good things. Be sure checking out. See y'all in the next one. Peace.